When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. We are joined by DJ Rock Lobster. Clomp, clomp, clomp. We're going to get to Rocco's Big Night Out. Uh, that's coming up at 10.15. But, guys, we are your source for Taylor Swift information. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Okay, okay. Can't believe this. I just want to be clear uh-huh. before you start. Yeah. You, Donna Valentine, yes. managed to find a piece of music news that has to do with, am I reading this right, Taylor Swift? What? Maybe. Oh, who I saw don't... that coming? Listen. I don't make the news. I just report it. And I don't know where that thing is that you're... Oh, here we go. She's forever, ever, ever, ever talking about Taylor. She says, I don't make the news. I just specifically search in my Google bar, Taylor Swift music news. <laughs> I do love me some Swifty. You can now take a college course about Taylor Swift. It is called Why Get Over Your Ex When You Could Spend the Rest of Your Life Getting Even. Oh, Lord. That's the name of the course? It's not really the name of it. Uh, But it is being offered at New York University's Clive Davis Institute. Uh, There is a long wait list for this class. Mm. And here's how they describe it. This course proposes to deconstruct both the appeal and aversions to Taylor Swift through close readings of her music and public discourse as it relates to her own growth as an artist and a celebrity. Wait, there's more. Good. Through readings, lectures, and more, the class delves into analysis of the culture and politics of teen girlhood, uh, girlhood and pop music freedom, uh, fandom, media studies, whiteness, and power as it relates to her image and the images of those who have both preceded and succeeded her. Holy mackerel. The first, I have said holy mackerel. That's that the first fun. time in my whole life I've ever said that. How did it feel? It felt really strange. Thank you for asking. First class launched on the 26th of last month. It'll go through March 9th. She has been invited to speak, but there is no word if that's happening. She, she doesn't live far from NYU. She just walk on over. Yeah, right. Well, you know, I will say this. I always give you a hard time about Taylor Swift. I'm not as diehard a fan as you are about her. And I feel like sometimes she she clings to the, the hurt of the past. That 
you know, she wants she's there's a there's a magnetic pull to the drama. There's there's a little bit of uh, an image as mature as she is and as successful as she is. There's there is a small piece of immaturity. Sure. There. And I'm sure the, the same can be said about all of us. But I, uh, in her defense. Maybe it was good golly, was it? Maybe seven or eight years ago that 60 Minutes did a special on her. And I was really impressed because at the time when the 60 Minutes special came on, it was when she had gone from country girl with a guitar and just had really started doing stadium tours and things like that and had really first burst onto the scene. And I remember being taken aback by her business prowess and her business savvy her confidence. It was all quite impressive because at the time, I believe that she was in her early 20s, something like that, maybe mid 20s. And she was calling the shots at this big stadium tour and gathering people. And it, it was very impressive. So I'm sure that there are a lot of wonderful lessons that one could learn through looking at the career and the trajectory of Taylor Swift's career. Are you going to take it via Zoom, Donna? Oh, that's funny. You should say that. You should take a college course. I thought about it. I don't want to do anything online. If I'm going to take a course, I'm going into a classroom. You ever thought about being an adjunct professor? Uh, Thank you for asking. You've got the glasses, my dear. Been there, done that. Oh, is that right? What'd you teach? I taught a, um, a production class at Brown College. Wow. Thank you. What if they asked you, what if... uh? The U of M came to you and said, uh, this upcoming fall semester, fall of 2022, we would like you to do a once a week, three hour class. It's like, you know, those those weekly three hour classes. Yeah, mine was five hours, two oh, times a week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. U of M says every Wednesday night from uh, seven to 10. Hail no. Four to seven. Mm. We're going to have you come and it's going to be talking about your career and people will have questions which will naturally become an educational experience for those who listen and each week we just sort of chunk a little bit of your career at a time no thanks don't know how come i just it's not my scene man i here's the other thing i and this is something i found out about myself i don't have an authoritative bone in my body (laughs) (laughs) i don't Say, say more things about that. This well, is fun. Well, I'm more of a, I, I like to be relate relate to people. Yeah, on, you'd be on, the mom smoking pot with her at the at the party. Exactly. So that's who I was. <laughs> and I found that out about myself that, yeah, okay. I'm not a teacher at all. I can teach you something, but I can't be like, all right, everybody, knock it off. You know, yeah. you know that's not me. That's me. In, in, well, certain, yeah. <laughs> in certain situations, it naturally becomes you when you're a parent. When you're a parent of multiples, then you're, hey, you got to sit down. Come back here. We're not done with that yet. And I did sense some of that, that it extends outside of my house. A couple of years ago, when Lou and I were teaching Sunday school at church, what were the age range? Maybe kindergarten through second grade or something like that as a you know, a wily little bunch of kids, real sweethearts, but still. And you, there was a lot of wrangling and a lot of mid... So then you're like, and then Jesus came to the disciple. Hey, all right, guys. Now listen, what did we say? We're only going to speak if our hand is raised. That's right, hand is raised. All right, moving on. And then I would have to really do that and then lose running around, being my enforcer, going through the desks, having to... Shh, hey, hey, Donnie, we told you 
no talking. I'll take those crayons away. We're going to color after class. We just have to do that. How different would college be? I don't know. Yeah. No, see, you could do it. You, you know, our friend Matty B is doing it right now, I believe. He's Matthew teaching Belanger, the course. of Five Eyewitness News? What is he teaching? I don't know. We'll have to get him on the horn. How to do the perfect news voice? He has a really great news voice. You ever listen to him read the news? He's got a really great news delivery. Yeah, he's a great news guy. Yeah, he is. He's a great news yeah, guy. He can just fly with information. Yeah. It's great. I got to go. I'm going to leave, too. All right. Hey, when we come back, Rocco went out to a major sporting event that the eyes of the nation were on Allianz Field in St. Paul last night. We'll tell you what he saw. We want to know everything, Rocco. How cold was it? Did we win? What was the whole experience like? We'll find out when we come back on Don and Steve on My Talk. Yeah, you say you'll work out in the morning. Then I'll get to it this afternoon. Definitely after dinner. And it never happens. I know, it's hard to stay motivated, and that's why I tell people, join the Y. They've got group exercise classes that give you fun, fitness, and accountability. Peer pressure, I love it. Yeah, you get cardio, strength classes, yoga, and a bunch more. Get $5 enrollment if you join the Y by February 10th and 25% off dues through April. Sign up at ymcanorth.org. Hey, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Morning, everybody. Morning, Steve. Morning. Um, our little buddy got out of the dumpster last night. DJ Rock Dumpster got mm. out of his basement and went outside when it was bone-chilling cold to a major sporting event in St. Paul, Minnesota, of which the eyes of the nation, to some degree, were on. DJ Rock Lobster, tell everybody what you did last <laughs> night. So, uh, my son, my 10-year-old son is a big soccer guy, and I, I like watching international soccer too, so uh, we heard Team USA was going to be playing in a World uh, Cup qualifying match against Honduras uh, at Allianz oh Field, so we, we got tickets, even though we knew, hey, February 2nd, that's going to be pretty cold, but we bought tickets anyway. <laughs> Sure enough, about a week ago, we saw the forecast. We're like, it's going to be like below zero cold. In fact, when we Jeez. first looked at the forecast, there was going to be snow too. But no snow, just uh, single digit temps with wind chills dipping below zero. And, and then this, uh, is the, this is the kind of thing they were talking about this on some major sports shows yesterday. Saying, you know, like the Minnesota Weather Service put out their warning of avoid outdoor activities if you can and exposure to the cold for longer than 20 minutes can result in frostbite. So this was legitimate cold. Right. And from what I understand, they booked uh, this venue. They they did a they played a game in like uh, a Columbus a week ago and Canada has been hosting some games. They basically did this as revenge on some of their Central American rivals who made them play like in 100 degree humidity heat uh, a few years ago. So they're like, OK, we'll 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 bring you to our climate. Yeah, we'll right. make you play in St. Paul. In yeah. That's, that's um, so awesome. It was pretty crazy. Now, this, I've been, I went to, I just looked it up. I went to the third coldest game in NFL history in 2016 uh, at TCF uh, when it was minus six with a wind chill of minus 25. So this was uh, not as cold as that, um, but it was pretty darn cold. And I think the worst part of it was um, the feet because the, all the, the ground, the, you know, the floor where your feet were, were covered in ice at Allianz. Uh, even though they heated the field, the uh, the the 
ground at the seats were not exactly thought out. So a lot of smart people I saw, maybe they were Packer <laughs> fans or Gopher fans, they brought cardboard and would stand on the cardboard. Oh, yeah, that's smart. Mm, that and, is wise, uh, yeah. I did not do that. So my son and I had cold feet. Otherwise, we dressed pretty warm, you know? Did you have one? Did you bring one of those, um, you know, those blankets that you can buy that are almost foily? Oh, right. That when you open oh, it, it yeah. creates warmth. I keep one in my car in the winter. Um, yeah, they did say, you know, they have a policy where you can't bring in a lot of things to Allianz, but they said you could bring blankets and you could bring like battery powered heated clothing. Uh, wow. But we did not bring blankets. We, I wore my vintage uh, '70s snowmobile suit, and it was red, white, and blue. Thank you for asking. Oh, how um, wonderful! <laughs> yes, but it was fun. It was packed with a lot of people wearing snowmobile suits, a lot of people wearing USA stuff. Uh, we ended up winning three nil, as they say. And uh, I don't know if you saw the headlines. It said two Honduras players were treated for hypothermia. <gasps> so. Wow. I guess the plan worked. Wow. The, oh we don't God. want the them to like, hurt, be hurt. <laughs> Let me ask a question, Rocco. I've never been to a professional uh, f- soccer game, and I understand that the, the crowds there can be really next level because you're participating in group chants all throughout the game. It's just hyped up all the time, considering the cold that you were dealing with last night. Tell me about the fan atmosphere. Yeah, there was a bit of that. Um, you know, I've been to a handful of Minnesota United games, and this is my first USA game. You know, there was a handful of chants, and there was like the um, the White Stripe song. Oh, yeah. We, we did a little bit of that. That's fun. A little bit of USA, USA. But I didn't notice anything too crazy. But maybe people were just too cold and... Uh, to to deal with it but it was fun it was packed i mean at, at uh halftime trying to get a snack or get to the bathroom was pretty uh hard to move around i think maybe because everybody was wearing bulkier clothing or was looking for a reason took eight minutes to, just to pee. step inside somewhere yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly you get to the urinal but, uh, and it begins a process kind of like a like an astronaut coming back to atmosphere <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I noticed, like you know, last night when I had a beer, it became slushy. But the time I went to the Vikings <laughs> really? game oh in 2016, Whoa. yeah, the one at TCF. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I remember ordering a can of beer at the you know vendor and then bringing it back to my seat. And by the time I was back at my seat, it was a slush. <gasps> That's no kind of way. fun, though, to have a slushy yeah. beer. I mean, I guess <laughs> yeah. if it's hot, not if it's um, cold. But yeah, good times. Nineteen or like nineteen thousand people were there. Wow. I didn't That's realize you were solid. such a fan, oh, DJ yeah, Rockland. Like yeah, well, my my kids all into the soccer, and and uh, I like international soccer. I like the World Cup. You know, I can I can be your World Cup correspondent for you know. When oh, thank you. Oh, good. Okay, we'll get our vazuzus. Vuvuzuelas. <laughs> we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs... Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 
as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah. <laughs> or the I don't know what, that was from South Africa. I don't know what they had on the guitar. But do you guys. Uh, do you remember the time that Will Ferrell went out at the ESPY Awards as a Vuvuzela? Oh my gosh, it was just the best. So funny. Oh man. Oh, good times. Thanks for sharing, Rocco. Thanks for being yeah, so thanks vulnerable. For, thanks for letting me get out of the house, you guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, you got yeah, it. Man. Um. Oh my gosh, did you? I meant to ask you guys about this, and I know we don't have a lot of time, so maybe after College of Pop Culture knowledge, if we need to continue. But here's my question. Did everybody notice that Tom Brady didn't thank the thank New England in his? Yeah, that was sort of floating around that it was uh, thanking his his Buccaneers teammates and all that. Yeah, well, apparently, apparently, uh, Robert Kraft was so PO'd about being left out of his note that he and that New England wasn't mentioned that he basically threw a fit over it. Oh, he had like a total um, tantrum. And I, I, I kind of understand. Isn't it weird? I mean, did they have a falling out? Well, no. I well, I mean, they it didn't leave great, particularly between Belichick and Will Ferrell. But yeah, you would have thought Will Ferrell, huh? I'm sorry, I'm looking at Will Ferrell as the uh, <laughs> as the Vuvuzela will play after the break. Um, no, but between uh, Belichick and Brady. They didn't leave on great terms, but you would have thought he would have mentioned them. Absolutely. In that speech, considering that's where so much of his legacy was created, and they were committed to him for two decades. Exactly. So I'm like, wow, that's a big snub. That really is. Because everything else he said was so kind and lovely. He even acknowledged, you know, every person in the office. He's like, I see you. Thank you. You work so hard. Oh, man. That's funny, though, that he threw a fit. By the way, uh, Vikings news, anybody? Uh, No Jim Harbaugh, which they thought he was going to get, the big Michigan coach. Instead, Kevin O'Connell, offensive coordinator for the Rams, sounds like the likely next head coach of your Minnesota Vikings. So make of that what you will. Hey, call us now, 651-641-1071. College pop culture knowledge, coming up next. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Thursday edition of the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Hey, uh, before we get into the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, which we're excited about, just Uh because it stole my attention, uh, and Rocco went to a soccer game last night at Allianz Field with Team USA, here is a little bit of the sound of Will Ferrell coming out to the ESPY Awards during a World Cup summer, and he had been playing the Vuvuzuela really into soccer, and his voice had changed into a Vuvuzuela. He's with Seth yeah, Myers. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me, Seth. <laughs> oh wow. Oh wow, Jeff. Jeff, is is that the way you always sound? Yes. <laughs> Kids used to make fun of my voice all the time growing up. Seth, but who's laughing now? He was, I believe, the For guy the last who. Last month, an entire country was blowing <laughs> Vuvuzela. Ah. He is, I believe, that is Jeff Vuvuzela that Will Ferrell is playing, the creator of the Vuvuzela. <laughs> You're welcome, everyone. Now let's play a game. Okay, then. It's time to go to college. college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like Quiz Ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. 
Donna. Donna's the smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are. And I also want to celebrate National Women Physicians Day. Uh, this marks the birthday of Dr. Elizabeth Blackwell, the first woman to receive a medical degree in the United States, 1849. So I'm going to quiz you on some uh, female doctors in pop culture. Okay. And somebody might win a t-shirt. And who is that somebody, Rachel? He goes by MGL. Oh, really? Really? Is this like Machine Gun Larry or something? Hi, MGL. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Maple Grove Leaf in the house. Oh, oh Maple Grove Leaf, MGL in the building. Oh, my goodness. Uh, after you win a T-shirt, presumably, what's next on your Thursday agenda? You know, just grind out the quotes and uh, continue working and enjoy the day. Quick uh, quick question for you. Sure. Not a question. Actually, a suggestion. Have you seen Honey Badger? You're talking about Wolverines yet. Have you seen Honey Badger, Steve and Donna? Is this a movie or just it's an animal? It's a YouTube thing. It's a YouTube clip yeah. and you'll die laughing. Honey Badger don't something that. There you go. There you go. Oh. Honey Badger don't play that. I can't remember. All right. I'll look Honey it up. I'll, I'll find it. Okay. Thank you, Leaf, for the uh, for the suggestion. Other, Honey Badger. Other thing I told my nine-year-old the other day, I was like, take your clomp clomps off at the door because uh, <laughs> he has some bigger boots because he's at that age where you're like, do I buy him to fit two seasons or one season? So. He sort of clomps around. Clomp, clomp. All right, who are you picking today? Uh, What was the topic? It was uh, 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 female doctors in pop culture. Hmm. We're going to go down on this one. Yeah! Okay. All right. Uh, I'll be over here. Let me know. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Okay, Donna. Yeah, I'm ready. Now, this first question is kind of a twofer because, you know, sometimes I do, you know, what day it is, and sometimes I do celebrity birthdays. Listen to this. Birthday girl Maura Tierney, mm-hmm. turning 57 today. She played Abby Lockhart on seasons 6 through 15 on what NBC medical drama? I don't know. 2016, you said? Uh, season 6 through 15. Is oh, I, I don't know. Chicago Hope. Okay, can you name the 90s CBS series starring Jane Seymour? Uh, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. And Ellen Pompeo, Catherine Heigl, or Sandra O, oh, which one won an Emmy for playing a doctor on Grey's Anatomy? Oh, uh, well, who was the third person? I got uh, Pompeo. Sandra O, oh, Heigl, O. Oh. Definitely not Heigl. Let's go Pompeo. Okay, MGL. I don't know about the first one. What did I say? I don't even remember. You said Chicago Hope. The yeah. question is... Maura Tierney, turning 57 today. I love her. Abby Lockhart on seasons 6 through 15 on what NBC medical drama? NBC, NBC. Let's go to Leaf. I was going to guess Grey's Anatomy, but since they twisted that into the third question, that makes me doubt that. Because is Grey's Anatomy an ABC show, I think? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know! Should we just keep it? Yeah, I'm not a doctor drama dude. I get it. I get it. All right, let's get uh, what's-his-face back. Don't say anything incriminating. Okay, come on. Come, come, come. Come on. Stevie, Steve. Steve, Steve. Hey, everyone. Stevie, Steve. How did it go? Hey, it's fine. Cool. Thanks. Did you find Honey Badger? 
I did find Honey Badger. Now, I, I saw it without audio, which I understand oh, the narration is, is... No, you have the audio. That's only... That's yeah, key. still looks like a horrifying creature. Whoa, and it is devouring uh, like a cobra snake. Oh, my gosh. Biting its head off. Thank you, everyone. Okay, I'm ready now, Rocco. Okay, we're celebrating National Women Physicians Day. We'll start with this one because we're also celebrating Maura Tierney's birthday. She's turning 57 today. I love Maura Tierney. And uh, she once played Abby Lockhart on seasons 6 through 15 on what NBC medical drama? Err. Can you name the 90s CBS series starring Jane Seymour? Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. And Ellen Pompeo, Katherine Heigl, or Sandra Oh, which one has won an Emmy for playing a doctor on Grey's Anatomy? It's either Katherine Heigl or Sandra Oh. I'm going to go Sandra Oh. Final answer. Mm. I feel good about that. I think I just went three for three. You might have. And I've never seen an episode of uh, Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. Did she do stuff with horses? I've never seen any of these shows, to be honest. I'm like Leaf. I'm not a medical drama guy. You guys? Oh, I enjoy medical drama. No. Okay, here we go. Well, Steve was right. The first one is ER. Darn it! NBC should have given it away. Steve, Uh, you both got Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman, so it's two one, Steve. Nice. And then you both said Sandra O, right? No, I said Pompeo. Okay, because you're both wrong. It was Catherine Heigl. Oh, really? Wow. So, so we're tied. Two to one, Steve. No, no, no. two to one, Steve. <laughs> Leaf, MGL wins nothing. Oh, MGL. You'll live to breathe another day, okay? I will. I have enough my talk merchandise. Yeah, he's, he's probably like, uh, looks like one of our promo staffers. Right. I do. I guess 95 sweater. That's my talk this. Oh, oh plump, plump. Oh, jeez, Louise. Grab logic shirt. Oh, gosh. You got it all. Wow. I'm all rounded. I'm all rounded. Yeah, he's a Hubbard Radio um, loyalist, which we like. Coolies for KF95. Wow. Thanks, Leaf. All right. Have a great day, guys. Bye, Leaf. Bye. Sorry for letting you down. Oh, man. That must suck. It's really disappointing. He sounds like such a happy guy. He does. He sounds well rounded. I wonder if he's married, if he's single. Oh, he's got children? a nine-year-old, he said. Oh, does he have a nine-year-old? Boy, where when were did, you? When did he did not say that he while I was on the phone? He just told us a story about his kid telling his kid to take off his clomp-clomps oh, he before sure entering the house. He sure did. He sure did, mm. Donna. You're right. Okay. I stand corrected. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show is getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Couple of things here for you. Okay. Okay. First of all, there is something called a cosk, a foldable mask that only covers your nose when you're eating. A foldable mask? Uh huh. That and covers a- your nose. So it keeps your nose covered while you're uncovering your mouth. It's called a cosk. Okay, let me look this up here. It's for people who still want some protection while eating at restaurants. Yes, they are funny looking. Yes, there are photos. They came up with this last year. <laughs> if you have to wear uh, the one under, I guess you have to wear that one under a normal mask. Okay. What do you think? I don't, 
I will tell you what I think because this is a safe place. Hypothetically, have <laughs> you ever worn a maxi pad across the middle of your face? <laughs> If not, you have got to try the cosk. Oh my god! I don't like some of the stitching that makes it look absorbent. Gotcha. Okay. No, I don't think so. For me. Okay, I hear you. Now I wish that we only had to wear a cosk instead of a full mask. That feels like that would allow you to, you know, just want one open airway just for comfort. So, but that's not the case. But no, I'm not going to wear a cosk. It's fine. You do you, man. I don't even know what's the cost doing if your mouth is that's where all like the the wet stuff is and the saliva and all the right, particles are right, getting wet. Right, I'm right, just right, telling you, right, right, Donna. Fine, but your nose is wet too. Not as wet as your mouth when you're eating and <laughs> slurping. All right. I don't know. You do you. I have another tip. Okay, so Gizmodo Yeesh. has put out this article. On how to save Wordle in its pure pre-New York Times form. Okay, I'm listening to this. You can save Wordle as an HTML file and play the game offline for over 2,000 days. <gasps> really? And for sure we'll be on to the next thing. We just need a few more months of it. We'll be over it. Yeah, you're probably right. So since Wordle runs in a browser, all of the game's code is saved as plain text on the Wordle website. Oh, boy. Which means users interested in preserving the pre-cash grab version Mm -hmm. can simply right-click in their browser and save Wordle as an HTML file on their desktop. Okay, I'm gonna link. I'm gonna link this up so that we have the full article and the directions, so anyone who's interested can do this. Donna, hear me when I say this. Okay. This is this is for sure your best tip of the month, maybe of the year. Thanks, Steve. You're welcome, Donna. Thank you, Gizmodo. Sorry, New York Times. Yeah, eat it, New York Times. Yeah. Uh, man, the New York Times really chaps my behind. I get it. You got to pay for things to work. I understand that. There's something though. It feels really belittling when they say, I know you want to read this. I know that you want to read it, but you're going to have to pay us if you want to read it. And yeah. I just don't like it. I, feel like I don't like it either. Around, like Rolling Stone bullied. does that too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The strip does it. And I just say, all right, fine. I'm going to walk away then. I'll, I'll see you next month when I have my new, what is it? 10 new articles or whatever it is. Yep. I'm probably a cheap person. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, uh, that's bye. good. All right, I'll link that up so that everybody can find out how to play Wordle for free at least for the next two thousand days, which is great. Okay. When we come back, Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg are starring in a new movie together. It's probably going to do big numbers at the box office. Mark Wahlberg gave gave Tom Holland a present, just a little gift as he rode him home. Tom Holland thought it was a sex toy. What? I'll tell you what he actually gave him. You'll hear from Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg to explain the gift confusion when we come back on Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hey, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We're also joined by Mr. DJ Rack Lobster. Clomp, clomp, clomp. Clomp, 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 clomp. PB clomping. <laughs> Rachel is here as well. Hey, Rachel. Um, Hello. She's, hello, uh, she is our 
indie like hipster producer who is now Rocco's doing it. He's past his prime. He's like 100 years old. Rachel is 24. She's young. She looks the part when she does the indie things. Rocco looks like he's, I don't know, like digging his nails into the side of a building, right? When people are like, it's time for you to fall. <laughs> More or less. I'm spitballing. Do you um, hear that, DJ Rock Lobster? Are you there? I'm here. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, are you, are you accepting I'm, I'm this I'm about insult? to join you on the video stream so you can see me. Oh, oh yes, Bottom here we of the go. Dumpster, the yeah. Shot straight up his nose. I feel like we are yes. getting a, a point of view of a COVID test when Rocco turns his camera on. <laughs> Look at it, Dada. Look at Rocco. Oh, hey. Oh, hey, buddy boo. It's always got to lean in. It's the, it's the direct upshot. Um, anyway, happy to have everybody here. Um, Rachel is going to be pulling up music today during Throwback Thursday Music Trivia. And it's going to be a really good addition today because, Rocco, you might remember last week we played Finish the Lyric 90s. This week it is Finish the Lyric 80s, which is more Donna's wheelhouse. And I think that you're going to do well, Donna. Okay, great. I'm excited. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you for having us here again. Tom Holland is the man who is behind Spider-Man now. He is skyrocketing to A-list fame in Hollywood. He, of course, uh, one half of a real-life couple with Zendaya, who has been in the Spider-Man movies, also stars in Euphoria right now. Well, he's going to be starring alongside Mark Wahlberg in the upcoming movie, oh, what's it called? Uncharted, which is based on a very popular video game. Anyway, so they're doing an interview, um, and an awkward moment that had happened in the past with them came up. This is with, I believe, Access, Access Hollywood. Mark Wahlberg gave Tom Holland a gift that really did not make Tom Holland feel comfortable at all to the point where he thought it was a sex toy, and that is absolutely not what Mark Wahlberg was implying. Here is the two of them, this will be about a minute long, the two of them discussing the encounter. Essentially, Mark Wahlberg was kind enough to give me a massage gun after I left his house like a gun. in uh, LA, and he drove me back to my hotel, and at the time I was confused as to what kind of massage gun this was, having never seen one before, and I thought it was the type of self-pleasure, <laughs> and I thought Mark Wahlberg was driving me back to my house for other reasons other than just being a gentleman. Um, <laughs> and I, I didn't know you. It's Hollywood, baby. Who knows what's going to happen? Wow. Okay, so so that's a lot, you guys. Um, We've been talking about working out, fitness, recovery, all this stuff. You know, <laughs> I have a, a company with Powerplate, and we make the best massage guns out there. So I was like, I want to gift you one. This would be great for your recovery and everything else. And... He's just kind of looking at me, and I was like, hey, let me drive you back, because you don't have to take an Uber or whatever, and I'm driving with this massage gun, and the whole I can't believe the whole time you're thinking that. And I'm just trying to have a conversation with you, talking about your family, and talking about my kids, and what their interests are. Why do you think Tom, I'm you got to get your head out of the gutter, buddy. <laughs> have you seen a Theragun in person? That's uh, Mark no. Wahlberg and Tom Holland talking about. I don't know about, what that is. Google it right now. I have now. one. Oh, you have one right there. The first time I ever heard of it, uh, Julia was explaining oh, it to Lori. Oh, that and would be Lori, great, right under the scapula. Lori's mind went the same place as Tom Holland's did. 
And uh, yeah, so we ended up going out and buying one. And we it's have pretty, a massage. It's gun. pretty great. Yeah, it's really good. So these are, uh, imagine it's like a handheld device, and then on the end of it is you can change out the heads that you want to use. But there is the most typical would be just like a circular head, and then it's like it's really like a rapid motion. So imagine you just did squats. Premier athletes will then go home with their Theragun, sit there, house on a protein shake, and then they bust out the Theragun on their quads, and it's supposed to be breaking down some of like the lactic acid that's in there, helping your muscles to recover quicker. However, if you've never seen one before and not been told of its specific use, I suppose there could be something. So imagine you're Tom Holland. You get a gift from Mark Wahlberg, which you immediately think is a dirty birdie gift. And then he's like, hey, can I drive you to your hotel? You could imagine how he would suddenly get a little tense. He's in his 20s. Mark Wahlberg's like 50, been around the block. And he's like, oh, my gosh, am I about to encounter a weird scenario with my co-star, Mark Wahlberg? Hey, hey, uh, you know, tell your mother I said, hi, can I drive you to your hotel? Oh, my God. Here, take that. I mean, that's a weird That is a weird gift. They're great, though. I, I do have a massage thing with those two balls. Yes. Like there's a ball. It's like the size of a, um, I guess, a golf ball or a ping pong ball. Okay. I have two. So mine looks like E.T., right? So just picture what E.T.'s head looks like. Okay. And then for his eyes, it would be two of those balls so that you can like put it on your neck and it can work in two different sides of your neck at one time. Okay. But I, I mean... I I don't think it's ever been mistaken for a toy. That doesn't sound like it would, but the Theragun, I guess. Yeah, I if you didn't see have that. the right context, you could be in a situation where you're thinking, sure. "Oh goodness!" But wow, they are so good. In fact, there was a time. Thank you guys even for asking the follow up. Makes me feel less like I'm forcing it on you. I had a really bad stiff neck over the Christmas holiday, and Lou used it on my neck for like ten minutes. And it went from like every time you turn, it just hurts so bad to feeling so much better because of its ability with that rapid machine gun kind of pressure to break down whatever sort of weird knots are in there. A lot of people love the Theragun. Hmm. I might have to get one. And if you do get one, I'll tell you this. And I know Mark Wahlberg's there schlepping his and he's one of my closer friends and I'd love to see him do well with that business. I can tell you on Amazon, you can get a handheld one for about 60 or $70, whereas I think a traditional Theragun by name costs more like 250 to 400 depending on the model that you get. But Amazon's got a great one for about 60 bucks. That's what we got, and it works like a charm. Excellent. Yeah, same. We have the off-brand one. But yeah, oh, it's yeah. nice. And you need different heads you can put on there and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, you can see why... Uh, Tom Holland and Lori Bargini thought maybe it was uh, a self-pleasuring device. I don't know. Oh, for sure. You know, I don't yeah. want to think of Tom Holland, who I love as Spider-Man, like Lori Bargini in <laughs> the, you know, Spidey suit. It just makes me, I don't know if I want them to have that in common or not. That's probably my own situation to work out. Okay. Um, Good luck to you, sir. Donna, thank you so much. I really appreciate you saying yes, that part. Yes, Oh, and then she had some fun things. They take up time. <laughs> uh, some Super Bowl commercial teasers are coming out. We told you about the weird the, Gwyneth yeah, Paltrow one. I don't like that at all. Earlier. Uh, there's a funny one that uh, BMW is starting. And they're putting the teasers out. And then I like that they show the full commercial 
I like how they do that. The full commercial then comes out at the Super Bowl. There's one of Arnold Schwarzenegger dressed as Zeus, and he walks into a coffee shop. Rachel, do you see that one right there? Let's play. Here's a little bit of Schwarzenegger walking in dressed as Zeus at a coffee shop. I got a macchiato for a Zeus. 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 It's Zeus. Whoa. Kind of like the Greek god of lightning. Exactly like that. From there, Schwarzenegger takes the coffee, continues staring down the barista as he slowly <laughs> walks away. We don't know what's going to happen next. It's all we know is it's for BMW. Okay. That's it. That's all, all right. That's going to be fun. I can't wait. Is that this coming Sunday or next Sunday? No, we've got uh, another yeah, week to next, go. Next Sunday. Yeah. All right. Guess what Rocco watched? What do you watch? He watched Pam and Tommy. Can I leave for this segment? No. <laughs> yeah, no. you should. <laughs> no, Rocco. He Thank shouldn't. You, Rocco. He needs to stay friend. here and listen to it. We'll get to that after a dirt alert with DJ Rock Lobster coming up momentarily on My Talk 1071.